Welcome to the Deepers Creepers podcast, where we like to get high and talk about horror movies and play horror games. I'm Casey. And I'm Jess. And this... This is the the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Horror Destiny. (laughs) We are playing the Ultimate Horror Showdown. We're going to be pitting some horror movie characters against each other, and they're going to be whooping each other's asses. And I really hope that you guys got the reference, even though we did a terrible job at it. But the ultimate showdown of this ultimate, is the ultimate destiny showdown of ultimate destiny. Yeah, if Good you guys, don't get that, you're probably too young. <laughs> right? Don't listen to this podcast anymore. We say bad words. <laughs> Or have them kicky. Yeah. Hi. I Anyway, yeah, so um, we're, people are going to be kicking people's asses in this episode, man. I have a bracket in front of me. Never done one of those before. I just want to tell you guys, this is going to be one of those episodes that we're not taking incredibly seriously. No, 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 This no. is a game. This is for fun. But this is probably going to be an annual <sighs> tradition because I want to, because we're going to, like, eventually get some winners against each other. Yeah, some so, winners brackets. I'm yes. excited. So I have 32. me. I have 32 horror characters written down in matchups. I know there's something called seeding in sports brackets i don't know what that is so i didn't do that because i don't do sports i don't know sports sports are foreign to me so what i did was i wrote down 32 horror characters because i thought they'd be fun and i just like i got some classics i got some new people i got some obscure people um and then i matched them up based on what i think would be funny so that's how this bracket goes (laughs) yeah i think it's gonna be great because i have no idea what she wrote down so Everything is genuine and authentic that's happening right now. Yes. So, 32 horror characters. Uh, Here are kind of the rules. It's going to be sort of like, I don't know, gladiator style. You drop these two characters in an arena. If a character has a typical weapon, they have their weapon with them. If they have a team or like a, a, a partner with them, typically they have their partner. Um, And then... If there's, you know, some extenuating circumstances like Freddy's in here and it's like, oh, well, they could just not sleep. And it's like, no, he's there. We we got the everyone into the arena somehow. Right. And now they're going to fight somehow. But if they have powers, they have their powers at their hands. Right. So that's how this is going to go. And it's going to be fucking hilarious. So. And I hope you guys weigh in um, either through emails or replying us on any of our social medias about. Like, Why oh, you agree or disagree with us, because yeah. I'm, I'm, this is all new for me, I'm super excited, and yeah, if you think, I would love to hear your guys' opinions. If you think, oh, I think this character would have actually beaten this character and gone ahead in the game, like, yeah, we would love to hear that kind of stuff, because this is going to be stupid fun. I'm ready. All right, so our cheers. very- Yes, cheers. And uh, I do think Jess knows, basically all of these, this first round might be the only one that you need a little- um, 
Reminder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've seen one of these movies. Okay. So our first round is Samara mm-hmm. versus Asami from the audition. Um, have oh. you seen the audition? I have not, but I have seen so a the lot of character. clips. And it is I've incredible. Seen, I've read a lot about it. So. She That movie's awesome. She's incredible. Um, if our listeners, if you haven't seen Audition, go look it up. It's a Japanese horror movie. Um, she's fucking crazy. Asami is insane. Okay. So. And then Samara from The Ring, obviously. Right. So, um, Samara is supernatural, whereas exactly. Asami is not. But... I feel like if Asami, if Asami found that fucking VHS tape, she would rip it up with a piano wire. Yes. Yes, <laughs> she would. Um, and also, I feel like Samara is easily manipulated because she wants a mom. Yeah. And Asami bad, is... Bad. <laughs> Asami <laughs> is... Ooh, that would have been a good matchup. Uh, Asami is uh, manipulative, and she can make you think, like... That she really, truly cares about you. Yeah. Um, so do you think Asami could distract Samara long enough to make a copy of the tape? Because isn't that, I'm pretty sure that's how you get rid of Samara. You have somebody else watch the copy. Yeah, and then pass it down and down. Yeah. But, you know. Somebody's gonna die. Yeah. I say, I say I think you're right. Asami's very smart. I want to say, like, yeah, Samara is supernatural. But, yeah, I think Asami could get away with it. Me too. All right. All right. Asami moves on to the next round. Woo, woo, woo. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. Love it. All right. Our next round. Two very sexy, romantic, not really romantic, but sexy sexual characters Candyman, a romantic horror lover and freddy krueger who just Uh, wants to robert england yeah i love i've met both of them and i love both of them oh i want to i want to (sighs) meet oh i want to meet tony todd so bad oh amazing yes so both supernatural uh ghost spirits basically um freddy is a dream demon uh Candyman is Daniel Robitaille, the ghost of a slave, but now he is an urban legend, basically. Uh, so we essentially have the hook versus the like the knife hands, both very close quarter um, weapons. Exactly. So no long range. Uh, they're both kind of existing in a different um, state. Then they're both altered reality i mean even though tony todd is like over six feet tall robert england is not a small man so they're both like very physically fit and (laughs) so i wonder if it comes down to who's killed more people who gets away with more murders man has been alive for a very very long time freddy's it but uh, that's well that is true but like, in the movies themselves, like, that first movie, Candyman kills maybe, like, f- I don't know, four or five people. And I guess, so does Freddy in that first movie. Do you think that's fair to say, though? Because Freddy's had, like, 18 movies and Candyman True. has not. True. Candyman was defeated easier than Freddy was, though. Because Freddy 
No, I guess Candyman kept coming back too. It might just come down to a actual physical fight between the two. Okay, in that case, I'm so sorry, Robert. You're yes. my boy. It's Tony Todd. He's huge. Hands down. And, 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 he was like in the hood. Yeah, that's, he was, a, he was, he's an ex-slave. Yeah. He was a so slave. Like, so like he's, he was a slave. Robert England was this child killer pet, or not, sorry, Robert England. Freddie, you know, yeah. he was this awful But he was person. just a soft, you know what I mean? He, yeah. He, the only people he could kill in life were kids, whereas Daniel Robitaille was a slave. He had to go through some shit. So my answer 100% is Candyman. Candy Man. All yeah. right. Perfect. I love that we're, we're like, we're getting to, yes. this is fun. Yes. I love this. I fucking love it. I can't wait to see who wins out in the <laughs> end. <laughs> Me too. I've put some randos on here. I just, I thought, I put some people that I thought would be fun to match up. Okay, our next. Oh, wait, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Our next matchup. I've got two short, small. Short kings? Uh, One's a queen. Um, I have Esther. Very small, uh, child-sized person. Yes. Um, and versus Sam from <gasps> Trick or Treat. Oh, An actual shit. child, but not really because he's kind of like a ghost demon thing. Shut up. That's a good one. Isn't that good? Okay, so Esther is, of course, a 30-something-year-old woman who just looks like a child. She's, She's very Russian. smart. She's very cunning and conniving. Um, Manipulative as yes. fuck. Sam is just all about Halloween and um let's see sam only comes after you when you disrespect the spirit of halloween right yes but don't you think esther's character as a whole is pretty disrespectful true true um i feel like nobody i mean if they were existing in this arena in the same universe like there would have to be an opportunity for Esther to disrespect Sam. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it would have to be, like, a Halloween situation. Yeah. And she didn't fucking leave her jack-o'-lantern lit or whatever. Like, she stomped it and blamed yeah. it on the fucking other, the could, death girl or I something. could actually see her, like, smashing some pumpkins because she's, like, a She's s- fucking angry. Yeah, she's... Yeah, so, well, like, I even, imagine her doing something like that and yeah. then blaming it on one of the other children and then Sam's, like... Sorry, I know it bitch. was you, though. Yeah. yeah. So, and Sam is supernatural, but the only weapon Sam has, has at his disposal is a sharp lollipop. And again, Esther's really fucking smart. But also, She's Sam murdered- set traps. He set razor, he put razor blades on the stairs. Esther's murdered two full families of people and gotten away with it. And got out of a mental hospital and, like, murdered the fuck out of just, like, like, her kill count is so much higher than Sam's. How do we know that, though? Because Sam is a supernatural being and we don't know Well, but we have to just take canonically with Uh, the movies. What we know, what the movies tell us. I don't, this is hard. Because, I mean, okay, so when Sam is attacking... The old guy at the end. Because, mm-hmm. again, okay, Sam only... He has a razor blade, too. He like, does have a razor blade, but he, the only people he def- can defeat, he defeats an old man, and then he okay. does defeat that lady, Okay, but he, like, 
yeah. comes out of nowhere. Like, he's, like, hiding to get to stuff. Yeah. She straight up just, like, hammers a lady's skull in. Yeah. No, you're right. I think it is Esther. Now she that you say that. She murdered so many. Because she really that is That bow and brutal. arrow to the brother, she could bow and arrow the shit out of Sam from a distance. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but Sam's, <sighs> yeah, Esther, Sam's gonna be pumpkin guts. Esther would win. All right. All right. Ding, ding, ding. That was Esther. a hard one. That was hard. That was... Ugh. That that was a, a round that goes on for like a, a while because like they're both like hiding and like trying to figure out what their next move is. Casey, what? Look at me. What? We cannot let our friendship end over this game. Never. Deepers creepers will not be just half deepers and half creepers. We're gonna oh, keep it together. No. She'd be the creeper. <laughs> just kidding. You'd be the deeper. I'd be the creeper for sure. Yeah, I like a deep. <laughs> Anyways. Next round, Casey. Tell us who's up. Next round, I got a couple of jokesters. Chop Top Sawyer. <gasps> okay. From Texas Chainsaw oh, 2. Played by Bill Mosley. Versus Tallahassee, which is, um, oh, God, what's his, uh, in Zombieland, it's, um, uh, what is his name? Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson's character. Yes. Oh sorry. my god. Okay. I yes. love him. I love that movie. I love Aww. him. He's such a precocious little shit. And he's a badass in that movie. Oh my gosh. I and, don't know. But Chop Top is brutal. Yeah. He doesn't, like, he won't play by the rules, you know? But I still think, like, Chop Top's great. I fucking love Chop Top. Texas Chainsaw 2 is so close to being one of my, like, favorites right behind the original Texas Chainsaw. Like, I love that movie. I think Stretch is incredible. But here's the thing. Chop Top Chop does get beat by Stretch. Yeah. Uh, And Tallahassee kills, like, thousands of zombies. Yeah. And I think Tallahassee... Unfortunately, I think he has the one up in the the smarts department. Yes, he's well, chop quick. Yeah, he's he's tactile. He, Tallahassee lived in a normal world. Yeah, until a certain point, he was an educated person. Chop Top has only been it's only been Chop Top and which and like you know Chop Top did go to Nam, but it fucked him up good. Yep, and. Yeah, he's, you know, he's not educated. They never went to, they never sent Leatherface and Chop Top to school. Right. No. Yeah. Him and the cook and all them, they stayed home and they murdered. Yeah. Grandpa's the best at killing. (laughs) So I think Tallahassee blows him away with a shotgun. 100%. Like, and makes some fucking quip about it. Yep. Get this man some fucking Twinkies. Oh my God, get him a (laughs) Twinkie. He deserves it so much. Right. I'm glad I put him on this list. I like him. Me too. I love no that movie. No fucking snowballs. Come <laughs> on. It's the t- it's not the taste. It's, it's the, the consistency. Text- it's the consistency. <laughs> I need to rewatch Freaking that movie. Snowballs. I never watched the second one. I haven't seen the second one either. I heard it was it. so good. We watch it. Yes, we should watch it together. Okay. Next. Another uh, couple of small uh, contestants mm-hmm. facing okay. off against each other. We have got leprechaun Boom. versus black philip uh in goat form <laughs> so he cannot be in person form uh speaking of robert eggers <laughs> oh my god um <laughs> so what the fuck kind of line up is this i don't know but it's fucking hilarious so we've got a little 
a little magical leprechaun who's smoking weed and being a little shit. Okay. Uh, Warwick Davis, who I love, and versus Black Phillip, who is, he is a goat, but he is also the devil. Okay, here's my first thing. Okay. I think Black Phillip kind of shuts him down almost immediately because Leprechaun ain't shit. It's, unless it's March. It's Black Phillip, Satan is there the all devil. the time. He's the devil. Satan yeah, is there all the Satan is Satin. all around. Hail Satan. I'm just man. saying, like, I think Black Phillip would kick the shit out of this leprechaun. He in, would probably hell, just and like, it would just be done. He would probably just like put one of his horns right through him and just like that's the end of it. He's I was like, it's gonna the last say, day in March, bitch. You gotta go. I was gonna say, oh, Lep would go get like one of his little mini um, cars with like a thing on it. But no, you're right, Black Phillip. It would be like so instant. Like it wouldn't even be fun. It would just be like, oh god, he, that was that didn't last. It's long. a Robert Eggers short film, and you're just you like, just have to like, and you just feel oh. bad for Leprechaun because yeah. you're like, oh. oh, that was embarrassing. That was less than four minutes long. <laughs> That was so one, I'm sorry, that's yes, how I feel about that. That was one, one of those 30-second rounds, and it's just like, ooh, I guess we'll move on to the next oh, one. Oh, TKO, total knockout. <laughs> ooh. And he's just pissed, just kicking his little feet. <laughs> well, he can't, because he's passed out. Yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> All right, we have got a couple men of science facing off against each other. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. We have got Herbert I West. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say versus it. Versus Hannibal Lecter. Oh my. Two incredibly intelligent men, dapper, <sighs> manipulative. I mean, they can talk anyone into anything. Herbert West convinced Dan to do whatever he wanted. Hannibal Lecter literally whispered someone into killing themselves. Like, this is one that goes on for, like, weeks. This is, like, <sighs> the two of them tinkering on other side, either side of the arena trying to, like... Inve- you know what I mean? Like, they are... They're learning their prey. Th- and Or they're... they're sitting there for, like, four hours in the middle just playing chess before the fight even starts because they're just, like, you're so intelligent. You know, they're just, yeah. like, so awed by each other. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Hannibal's, like, you can bring people back from the dead. And Herbert West is, like, so you eat people. <laughs> like, I just feel like they would be, like, let's be friends, but we have to fight. <laughs> I know. You're so right, though. <laughs> they would totally be fascinated by each other. Right. So here's, Damn, I hate that. Here's the question. Does Herbert have his army of the reanimated? No. And no. Okay. So then it's just, so he's got, but he's got his reagent. So he can use that, but not if he dies, because he can't use it on himself. Hannibal, he's just got, it's basically, does it just come down to hand-to-hand combat for them? Because if so, I'm really sorry, Jeffrey so. Holmes. I love you, but Anthony Hopkins is kicking your fucking ass. I 100% He's got the think it would be, I think it would be Hannibal Lecter. That man, like... <sighs> that man is like a killing machine. Yes. He sits and he thinks and he ponders and he reads and he's educated. <coughs> Bless you. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so it's like and he like he kills multiple cops in the same room and the cops have guns like and he bites the fuck out of people's faces. Like that takes a certain type of fucking crazy. Yeah. And I'm sorry Herbert West. Yeah. You 
You are had a chance. more sane than that. Hannibal Lecter is so smart, but so insane at the so same time. So insane. And, has and I like, feel like yeah. that's just, that's unhinged, and I don't know what's going to happen. So that man, I yeah. think would, yeah. that's a tough, that's if a tough one. If he had one. gone up against a less intelligent adversary, Herbert might have had a chance. But, but not, I think it's Hannibal. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Mr. Lecter, you won this round. All right. Next round, we have got... A couple of sexy motherfuckers. Ooh, tell me. Just beautiful. Oh my god. Seth Brundle, aka uh, Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. <gasps> and yep. I do have, uh, I have a note to myself that if he moves on to the next round or another round after that, he is slowly decaying into Fly. Oh, okay. Brundle. But uh, he is going up against Patrick Bateman from American <sighs> Psycho. Shit, that's hard too. Okay. Because again, okay, so... Seth Brundle is a scientist. Scientist. He is a genius. He is unbelievably intelligent. Mm-hmm. But Pat Patrick Bateman's ripped. Okay. Yep. I mean ripped. But then again, Seth Brundle is really ripped for a while in the beginning of that movie too, before he starts slowly decaying. And he's disgusting. But I would Patrick say Patrick Bateman's obsessed with his hygiene. Yes. So I think he would be afraid. He's not disgusting yet. Because oh, he's slowly, if he gets into the next round, he'll be slowly turning into Damn, the fly. Because that would have been like right ooh, now he's Patrick Bateman is form. like a but, narcissist and obsessed with his hygiene. But, but I would say Patrick Bateman has uh, his axe thing mm-hmm. that he axes uh, Jared Leto in the face with. Yep. Um, and Seth Brundle just has himself. But Seth Brundle is so fucking intelligent. Do you think? Because Patrick Bateman is so obsessed with himself, so, like, do you think Seth Brundle could, like, talk to him and manipulate him and, like, trick him so that he could get him? You know, I... And just, like, confuse him? I think that Patrick Bateman is such a narcissist (laughs) that he would kind of see through the trickery. And be like, dork. "Mm." Like, Patrick Bateman truly is a fucking dork. He is. This is a hard one. It is. Hmm. Okay. I am going to give it to Seth only because he has that slightly supernatural strength. Like, when he goes first goes through the portal, the teleporter, um, before he starts, like, decaying and stuff Ooh. he's like doing a handstand on the side of a chair oh, and like so cool okay yeah he's like crazy fit yeah okay yeah i agree with you all right sorry, sorry patrick, patrick. <laughs> ding 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 did you Jeff know Goldblum, i love you call me did you know there's an american psycho 2 starring mila kunis sure did it's awful it is. It's so bad. I love her. Why'd she do that? Why? Why did it was after it was filmed after Family Guy and that seventies show she had already need started. It. Anyway, whatever. All right, hit me. All right. Um, I can't remember why I put these two together, but I did. Uh, <laughs> Ash from Evil Dead versus okay. Norman Bates. Um, you know, I don't know what happened there, but. I think I know who wins. Pretty I think much it's immediately. Ash. It's Ash. 100%. Norman is such a pussy. Yeah, Ash would be like, he would like shove his fucking chainsaw through like 
Norman Bates' mom's corpse and yes. not feel bad about it. Yes. <laughs> and then do the same through Norman Bates. I, I'm hope I'm kind of hoping he goes up against someone on... Well, no, it would be the other side. So if he... I don't know. He's got someone to go up against uh, where they may possibly be able to have a chainsaw fight. <laughs> I'd love that. Okay, yeah. So yeah, Ash, I think easily. I think that's one of those rounds that Ash... That ding, just ding, like, ding, ding. It happens immediately and everybody's like, yeah, we... We saw that one coming. Nobody won any money because no one bet against Ash. Right. <laughs> and our next round, we've got some some silly little clowns <gasps> facing off against each Ooh, other. Okay. We've got Pennywise the dancing clown the versus dancing clown. Art the clown. <clears throat> Just a couple of silly boys. Oh. Just being silly babies. You know, this one's hard because they both kind of are supernatural. Yeah, if you, oh yeah, 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 if you, especially at the end of Terrifier, like the first one, when he blows his own brains out, he's still alive. Yeah, and there's the a lot end of, of the second one. There's a lot of supernatural elements in the second one. Yeah, he's cafe. definitely a, yeah, he's definitely a supernatural character. So, okay, so, Pennywise, typically... Doesn't, I don't know if he doesn't or can't, but doesn't typically kill unless they're afraid of him. Like, when Beverly is like, I'm not afraid of you, and he has to, like, he doesn't kill Mm. her yet. Art isn't afraid of anything. Pennywise has a weakness that we've seen. Art does not. No matter what, you cannot stop Art. And if you, okay, take the ending to either the it chapter two or the original in the end pennywise is defeated pretty easily if yeah. you take the book it's totally different right but we're if you just talking wanna, movies if you want to know about the book let me tell you <laughs> the ritual of chud is so otherworldly like you're it's like flying through space time and like it's fucking crazy so let's <laughs> just take the movie so i mean Pennywise is defeated pretty easily at the end of those movies. You're a by baby just, clown. By just not being afraid of him anymore. And insulting him. <laughs> yes, they insult him to death. And I... Terrifier... He turns into a balloon-headed baby. Me. Me. Terri- Art's not afraid of anything. No. He's not, not... He's the opposite. He thinks everything... Pennywise is going to try to turn into something he'd be... That Art... He, think, he thinks Art would be afraid of. And Art's just going to, like, put on some sunglasses and be like... Ha, and like mime his way toward Pennywise with a like a fucking Zamboni or something. Ugh, he, I'm sorry, it has to go to Art. And I love Pennywise, but I do yeah, too. yeah, Art just yeah, Pennywise like like we said is he been too easily defeated, and we haven't seen that from either of the Terrifier movies or All Hallows Eve. No, yeah, and he's it never just, been defeated. He's the all time champion. Pennywise is so much about people being afraid of him. Art's not afraid of anything. Nope. Art doesn't have feelings other than murder and kill and kill and murder. And laugh yes. about murdering and killing. Yes. <laughs> All right. I've got a couple of uh, strong, silent types All going right. up against Ooh, okay. each other. I'm ready for, I'm ready. Michael Myers. Knew it. I was looking at my boy over Versus your other boy, Bagul. <gasps> Are you serious? Yes. Strong and silent. These are two of my faves. I love them both, and I think that it's... Uh, Okay, so here's my thing. This is a good match. It could go so many different directions because you have to consider 
Sinister has two movies. Mm-hmm. Halloween has like 13. Yep. So you have to kind of pick a canon. And I would just go from like original to the most recent for Halloween. Right. Right, right, right. So in that case, Michael Myers dies. He does. He is, and he's defeated by Lori, who, yes, she's badass, but ultimately human. And, and Bagul is a fucking supernatural like we've said, demon like, from life. Like, yeah, the way to, in real life, like, the way to not um, get gotten by Bagul is to not have a family with kids and not let the kid watch the you know what I mean like to right. not live in one of those houses but in this situation if he's there and he's trying to get you he gonna get you right even if he just like like Bagul would possess half the kids in the audience and then they would just like swarm Michael and just like tear him to shreds especially now if you look at Sinister from, like, a current point of view. Yeah. Bagul is consumed a lot, like, kind of like the ring. Like, through yeah. media, through hearing, through seeing these videos. Yep. And we have the internet that makes information yeah. sharing mm-hmm. and media sharing so easy. So, yeah. Bagul would become a viral trend. He would just, yeah, he would, and it he would, would take, like, airdrop oh, himself to, like, everyone's iPhone. And, yeah. like, the kids... Would like be become possessed by him and like murder the fuck out of Michael. Yeah, and just, it feels so wrong. I know to kick Michael Myers know, out in the first round. But you know how Bagul, like you know you know these are my boys in the I corner know. and they're right next. I to literally each other. have That's a painting so I made of Bagul in the corner, and then on the other like the right like the wall right next to it, it's a Michael Myers tapestry. It's so hard. And I was not here when I uh, wrote this bracket. So she that was just here in my out. heart, and she wanted to hurt me. Yes. <laughs> All right, we got a yes. Love ding you. ding ding. We got some uh some magical women going up against each other. We've got the Blair Witch Ooh. versus Carrie White. Ooh. Who I is one of my all-time favorite horror characters. I have her tattooed on me. I love her so much. Um but here's the thing. Carrie's so sweet. Yeah. And so timid. She doesn't want to be bad. She really doesn't. And ain't nobody making it out of the Blair Witch alive. No, 100%. Like, I think the Blair Witch, I'm sorry, Carrie. Like, if you brought that little house into the arena and Carrie had to, like, go in there. Like, I feel like it's just not working out for you, Carrie. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I love you. Yeah. And I'm sorry that it didn't work out. Sorry things had to be this way. She just, like, cried a lot through it and cried for her mom and then it was really sad and everybody was like, Ugh. Yeah. Can we just move on to the next one? Yep. We've got someone, uh... Huh. Oh, A couple people who really like to uh, inflict pain. Okay. Um, and can take a lot of pain, I would say. Ooh. Um, Captain Spaulding. <gasps> Me. Versus Pinhead. Oh. Again, it's it's hard because Captain Spaulding is not a supernatural being. No, he is not. But the thing is, would he be able to solve the lament configuration and send Pin Pinhead back to hell? 
I want to say no. I want to say no. I love him so, like, because that's what gives somebody the he chance. He wouldn't like, give even a flying if fuck about it. He would look at it and be like, what's this stupid shit? And throw it. That's the thing. Because, like, if, even if you're a mortal going up against Pinhead or anyone of the Cenobites, if you can solve the Lament configuration, you're good. Mm-hmm. I don't th- I think he's taken that, and instead of thinking about solving it, he throws it at him. He just, like, hucks it at, you know what I mean? I think before that even happens... He finds this puzzle thing, and he, like, picks it up, and he's like, hell no, and puts it on display in his museum for white people to come and pay and touch and fuck True. them up. True. So, like, and he doesn't even get a chance to meet Pinhead, because he's not <laughs> even gonna fuck with that. But he's like, my can... family is the real horror show. Yes. I don't fuck with anything else. And that, But that's the thing. Okay, so even though he's not supernatural, why can I see him... With fucking Pinhead in a headlock, hammering the nails further into his head. Like, why do I see that? He would fight till the absolute last breath in him. He would. And he's had nails through his hands and shit before. That's a hard one. That is a hard one. I think I have to give it to Pinhead because I don't think Spalding is solving that configuration. That's fair. All right. He said, hey, love you. Oh, love him. All right. All right. So Pinhead wins that one. All right. Um, I put these next two together because one of them I really wanted to put on here, but I thought, who the fuck could actually defeat this thing? And then I thought, ooh, there's one person who may have a chance. So, this round is Jean Jacket from Nope versus Jigsaw, John Kramer. So, here's the thing. Jean Jacket, huge, alien, very terrifying, hard to defeat one-on-one. Obviously, you can't just fucking fight it. Right. John Kramer is a very old, dying man. However, he obviously has Amanda Young with him because that's his partner. However, um... Jean Jacket is defeated, uh, kind of with a trap, kind of like a puzzle trap, a, uh, jigsaw trap, you might say. Hmm. And he, you know what I mean? Like, could he figure it out how to trick and defeat Jean Jacket? Because he is in control of every fucking situation in those movies. Yeah. Like, he, even after death, he is so in control of everything. Oh, this is, they're so wildly different characters. I know, I know. I put them both down and then I was like, fuck, can I put Jean Jacket on here? He's just gonna, like, consume everything. But I thought, okay, John's good with traps. John's good with, uh... You know, puzzles, solving things like that. Maybe John could and John figure out a way to harm it and smart and enough send to send something up inside of it, like exactly. as a game. Ooh, yeah. And he's smart enough to know to figure out not to look it in the eye. You know what I mean? Like, like I feel he like, might, like 
he might kill somebody and then have like their body like look up at it and like then have them at- like the D- distract dynamite yeah. or something attached to them. Yeah, so like, when, like kind of the balloon thing. Cause yeah, they figured. Yeah, because that balloon thing is a pretty simple solution. Yeah, it's an amazing end to that movie, but it's something that's like, yeah, I mean, he does that kind of shit. He makes those kinds of traps where you're looking at one thing and then something happens and you're dead. I'm sorry, dude. I want to give it to Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I am just very, I'm just really glad that Jean Jacket could be here today. Me too. And, uh, you know, compete. He deserves it. You know, his movie just came out this year, but he's already made himself an icon. You know, he deserves to be here for the first round. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he performed great. He did, he did a good job. <laughs> um, he took out quite a few people in the stands in the meantime, but, you know, shit happens. Right. He just he just couldn't get past uh, Jigsaw's giant um, balloon of himself. <laughs> Good job. I love that. Also, the ICP ones. Whoop 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 whoop. That's the one he sent up. That's the that's the one that John Kramer sent. <laughs> yes. It was it was just a giant pup, uh, balloon of Billy the puppet, oh and God. I love it. Okay, anyway. <laughs> okay, Violent so- J is inside a balloon. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, so our next round is two um, I-don't-want-to-be-killers killers. Okay. So reluctant murderers. Uh, my sweet boy Leatherface. Aww. Versus the Frankenstein monster. So not Victor Frankenstein, but the actual Frankenstein monster. Um, who are both murderers, but neither of them really want to be. Like, Leatherface... Is usually manipulated by his family. He's a very reluctant killer, usually. He's just a sweet baby. And Frankenstein is, too. He's afraid of fire. Um, have you seen the original, like, black and white movie, Frankenstein? I don't believe it. There's, I've seen it. It's, there's, like, this one scene where he's, like, uh, with this little girl by a pond, by, like, a river. And they're, like, throwing waters into the river together. And it's really cute. And he runs out of flowers, and he looks at the little girl, and he's like, oh, pretty little girl, I can throw her into the water, too, and the little girl drowns. And it's, like, a really sad scene. It was cut from the movie for, like, 50 years. It's fucking crazy. I love the story behind that movie. But, yeah, and so, like, it's, like, a really sad scene, but it's, like, he didn't mean to. Like, they're both very reluctant. And, like, if you look at that movie, that first uh, Texas Chainsaw movie, like I do, Leatherface is facing a home invasion. These Fucking teenagers just keep walking into his house, breaking his shit, knocking over his stuff. Disrespecting his family. And he's just like, what the fuck? And all he knows is loyalty. And loyalty and the, uh, the saw. Yeah. The saw's family. Yep. Sex or the saw. Yep. Sex is, well, none of us really know, but the saw. (laughs) That's one of my favorite lines in the second one when the cook's talking. He's like, well, none of us really know. (laughs) So, Leatherface obviously has his chainsaw. Uh, And I would say the Frankenstein monster has Dr. Frankenstein with him. He's got Victor. By his side. I feel like this one's pretty easy for me. Leatherface? Yeah. Chainsaws right through him? Yeah. Because Leatherface would immediately feel like he was like in protection mode of his family and it you would, know, he would just eliminate the problem because you know that they're out there in the stands and you know that the the cooks like you go get that dollar yeah make that money yeah yep. yeah they're yelling at him from the stands like mm-hmm. you better get that money. yeah yeah he doesn't want to let his family down yeah 
And he's just scared of everything. I feel like yeah. the Frankenstein monster would scare Leatherface. Like, he's so big, you'd be like, oh, God, just, ugh. Yeah. Get away from me. <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, this next one's a weird one. Okay. Uh, and I'm sorry. So we have the mother from Barbarian. Oh my god. <laughs> when you said, when you went earlier, you went, bed that. I was like, yeah, exactly. She's here. Yep. <laughs> she is in the waiting. Oh gosh. She's in, <laughs> she's she's in, in the, the wings. Yep. She's in the green room waiting for her fucking round. And she is facing off against the Babadook. Two kind of tragic characters, honestly. Aww. Because like, the mother is a victim of that movie. I don't care what anyone says. And the Babadook is basically just a representation of grief. Yeah. Um. So kind of two tragic characters. But here's the thing that I just thought of. Does the Babadook even kill anybody in that movie? Ooh. Because Mother be ripping skulls apart. She be shoving skulls into walls. She be fucking people up i feel like she would rip him in half i think she would because he's like his baba donk ain't gonna be donking no more i feel like he's part book anyway right she would just take that book and she would just like eat it she would take his long (laughs) she would take off his arm and beat him with it yeah because that's cool that's like one of the coolest things ever I'm sorry, but like truly, if you're a horror movie truly. character and you're gonna die, getting your arm ripped off and beat to death with it is just like <laughs> chef's kiss. Yes, that's just what you want. Okay, so I think the mother takes this one. Yeah, me too. And everybody's a little afraid, and they're like, "Can you? Like, I get it, but like, can somebody clothe her, please? She just <sighs> we're exploiting her at this point. Yeah. Get that woman a robe. Poor thing. <laughs> Poor thing. But she can't. She she came through in this round." And our last round is a fucking stupid round. I love it. Because we have got two mama's boys versus a mama. We have got Billy and Stu, because of course they're together. Yep. They are practically lovers. So. Jason's mom. Versus Jason's mother. I didn't know. Guys, I guessed. Versus Pamela Voorhees. I did not look at the paper. I promise, guys, I guessed. I love that. Mother. Pamela. Pamela Voorhees versus Billy and Stu. So Billy and Stu have their ghost face masks. 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 And they have their knife. Masks. (laughs) And Pamela has her machete, obviously. Yeah. So here's the thing. Okay. Billy and Stu are stupid. Yeah, they are. I mean, they are getting... Pratt fall around that whole movie. And then on top of that, they're dumb. And Ghostface is known as one of the clumsiest killers. Oh, the clumsiest. He is falling downstairs in that whole series, and it's hilarious. You know, Pamela is smart. She has a reason other than her dad fucking someone's mom and ruining a marriage. And cl- her son is dead. And clearly, Billy is a mama's boy. Yeah. And Pam can be like, oh, sweetie, you just need a mother. Yep. Come here, honey. Manipulate him like she does. And Stu just follows whatever Billy says. Mm -hmm. I think Pam takes it. I think she, like, tricks them, and when their backs are turned, she chops their heads off. I am so sorry, Miss Voorhees. 
you know what? Jason's up there in the stands and he is so proud of his mama. Yes. He, we had an interview with him, you know, before and he was like, you know, I just know she's going to take it. I don't care who she goes up against, but you know, my mom's just the best. And you know, he was right. We, uh, we understood, we understand his love for his mother. All right. So we are down to the, uh, I don't know, the semi-finals? Ooh, yes. Or the quarterfinals? I don't know. We have eight. Okay. So, we have got some, uh, some new matchups. We're onto our, uh, back to our left side of our bracket. All right. Revisiting some. Yep. Okay. So, we have got, in our next round, Asami from the audition versus Candyman. Okay. Candyman wants love. Candyman is a lover. He is a romantic. Asami is good at manipulating men into being in relationships with her and thinking that she cares about them. Mm-hmm. I think Asami could manipulate her way. I do too. Into, like, kicking Candyman's ass. I do too. Yeah, I agree with that. God, I didn't think Asami would go this far. I'd like to also note that these mar- these rounds might not take as long because we already kind of talked about exactly. a lot of we've major con- points. Exactly, of these we've so. we've come up with our own canon for each of how they work. So that's yeah, of course. So now we've got ooh, I don't see this one going well for somebody. We've got Esther, who I love, versus Tallahassee. Tallahassee loved his kid. He did, but and Esther would be like. You're my dad. But here's the thing. Tell me. Don't you think... Because Esther... Everybody knows Esther at this point. You know, the whole... The crowd knows. Um, Don't you think someone in the crowd would just be like, Bro, that's a fucking woman. Just saying. That's... She's 30. And he'd be like, So you're not, kid. <laughs> I don't know. I also think after losing his son, he just doesn't... He was ready to blow away Abigail Breslin in that movie real fucking fast. Okay, you're right. I I don't see that going well for Esther. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good point. I think she would try to manipulate him, but I think he would see through it. He'd be like, oh, no, you're you're not a child. I can see (laughs) this. (laughs) All right. We've got Black Phillip versus Hannibal Lecter next. Um... And again, it's hard to compete with Satan. Black, but Black Phillip's still in goat form. Yeah, he he has to stay in goat form for the whole time. Okay, so listen, Hannibal Lecter would dice him up and serve him with a nice Chianti. I'm yes, sorry, he, he would, would enjoy and some fava beans. I'm so, sorry. Yeah. I give it to Hannibal. Yeah, I think Hannibal would Hannibal just... versus Satan? That's hard, man, but he's a goat. Yeah, but he's a goat for me. He he's, can't do much. He's a goat, but he's not the goat. He can manipulate you emotionally like but Hannibal, he does with Thomason, but not... Hannibal cannot. No, yeah. you can't he's, get... You can't penetrate Hannibal's mind. You can't get yeah. inside his head. Yeah. He's already inside of yours. <laughs> he made that goat want to kill itself. Yep. <laughs> All right, Hannibal, <laughs> moving on. All right. Next round, Seth Brundle... Versus Ash Williams. Now, uh, Seth Brundle did really great in the last round. Uh, he was super physically fit. You know, just top peak physical condition. But, you know, um, 
since his last round, he's just not not looking great. He's been uh, kind of limping around. His skin looks really gross. Got some boils going on. Um, <laughs> he just doesn't look like he's doing too well. I don't think he's going to do too great. And Ash has still got that chainsaw hand, you know? Casey, I, I have to tell you. Yeah. I really think that Ash is going to cut the shit out of him and make a fucking snarky line that we're all going to quote yeah. for 30 years to come. You're right. It's going to be groovy. Groovy. <laughs> gravy. Gravy. Ew, fly gravy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Seth's been puking on stuff. The whole crowd's just really glad that he's gone at this point. Yeah. Goodbye. Con- congrats, Ash. <laughs> all right, we are back to the right side of our bracket. And we have got Art the Clown versus Bagul. Just a couple of, yeah. Goofy guys. Just some goofy guys. Well, <coughs> some spookers. Um, <coughs> you know, that's a hard one, actually. I would say... Damn, what are you thinking? So I think, strictly based on the fact that earlier we talked about the fact that if the progression of, well, no, 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 I don't even want to talk about that. Bagul mostly targets vulnerable children and then turns them against their parents, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Art doesn't give a fuck who you are. Yeah, art just kills to kill. I, it's hard, but I'm going to have to give it to art. I think he's crazy. I think we might have to. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's, he's moving pretty far in this. Good job, art, the clown. We love you, art. We love you so much. Crazy motherfucker. All right, our next round, uh, another really weird one. Blair, the Blair Witch versus Pinhead. And I would say, here's the thing. Tell me. How do you defeat the Blair Witch? (laughs) I literally was like the Blair Witch. Like, I just can't. But we have to figure out some way. I, you just have to imagine each of them in each other's domains. Mm-hmm. So imagine the Blair Witch trapped in the world of the Cenobites, and imagine Pinhead trapped in the woods that is the Blair Witch's domain. If we're going by those rules, Pinhead can very easily move between dimensions. He is very comfortable in both. I think that's really what it comes down to for me. She is just a witch that is here in this She likes to kill teenagers that get lost. She can't do much else. She can't kill in mass quantities. Mm -hmm. And again, if she were in his domain, I don't think she'd do too well. Yeah, I think think it's got to go to Pinhead. All right, Pinhead. Those Cenobites are in the stands and they are going nuts right now. They're feeling the ultimate pleasure. Butterball's got like six letters painted on his stomach (laughs) for everyone else's one. It's great. It's going to be amazing. Yes. And they just have the gash written across. (laughs) All right. 
next up, and again, I just see this being sad. Well, actually, we'll see. Okay. Jigsaw versus Leatherface. So, you know, in that last one, he did, Jigsaw did really great defeating Leatherface. Unfortunately, in the process, um, he did lose Amanda. So, he's still got Detective Hoffman by his side. He's got the Hoffmanator. But he did lose Amanda in that last round. Um, and that and that kind of devastated him a little bit. He was real close to her, so he's a little bit sad. Um... Leatherface, he's feeling uh, he's feeling a little more confident after that uh, win against Frankenstein, but he's still just uh, a scared little boy. Yeah, and I think if um, I think if Jigsaw maybe turned on some of his really loud machines, yeah, and got some of that kind of stuff going, he could really confuse uh, and scare Leatherface. And somehow thwart him into some kind of trap yeah and then somehow because then the hoffmanator could come up behind and kill him somehow yeah because detective hoffman is fucking knifing people in the neck in that one movie uh yeah 20 straight minutes yeah i i agree with you i think jigsaw takes it and um you know the the swears are just in the stands and they are fucking devastated man truly they're pretty pissed chop top is you know Sam. Yep. Lick my plate. Sadly. <laughs> yeah. He's just, lick my plate, you dog dick. <laughs> I got to hear Bill Mosley say that in person, and it was wonderful. I love it. I love him. Me too. I also got to hear him go, dog will hunt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Run, rabbit. He did run, rabbit for me. Oh, my God. Run, I rabbit, love that. Run, rabbit. That's so cool. Uh, so now we have a couple of mamas facing off. I, this worked out really well. We have the mother versus the ultimate mother, Pamela Voorhees. Um, that is so tough. It is. But, because they're both pretty sympathetic characters, honestly. Yeah. Even though, like, it's not as obvious in Friday the 13th that Pam is supposed to be sympathetic. But she is. She's a grieving mother. You know what I think? What? I think that Pamela Voorhees would meet Mother, and I feel like she would be sympathetic and would want to put her out of her misery, because that's no way to live. You're right. You're right, because that- So I, I mean, think it would be a sympathy kill. It would be, because even at the end of Barbarian, yes, the Mother character is a sympathetic character, and you don't really want her to die, but also she could never lead a normal life, so that's the only option for her that is humane. And I, and think, I think that Pamela Voorhees right. would would respect that. Yep. Yep. That makes for a really cool round later. Yeah, that's All a right. good sympathy kill. Yes. Yeah, we haven't had one of those yet. And you know what? I the mother, I think she was just really happy she made it past that first round. Again, she's you know, she's so new. Yeah. She was just kinda happy to be invited. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. And uh she's just really glad that Frank wasn't invited. <laughs> right. No one invited that motherfucker. Nope. <laughs> All right, so we are getting down. We are down to the uh, final eight. So I think these are the, so I think it's the quarterfinals and then the semifinals and then the finals. Right? Okay, so we're down to like the semi or quarterfinals or whatever. I don't know how these work, but we're (laughs) We're getting down to it. No, we're not, clearly. (laughs) Our next uh, showdown fight is... Actually, something that I think would be really interesting to see. It's a Sami versus Tallahassee. 
Now, given what we've said about Asami so far, uh, her big thing, because she's not physically, I mean, she's a, she's a small woman. Um, she's had to manipulate her way through her first two rounds. She did great, but she was up against, um, you know, characters and contestants that were easy to manipulate, easy to, uh, swing toward what she wanted them to think. I don't see Tallahassee falling for any of that nonsense. I agree with you completely. I think that somehow Tallahassee would be absolutely outwitted by her. And I think that he would just cause absolute havoc. Yeah, he would just kind of laugh and again, make just like a very Ash-like quip and like shoot her dead. And that would just be the end of it because he wouldn't fall for any of her crap. No. Because he doesn't care about having a woman. He just misses his son. And in his world, it is like a post-apocalyptic thing. Yep. So he's just like, I mean, it's very like, if I don't fuck with you, if I don't trust you, I'm going to kill you. Yep. You know? So like, I think Kill or be killed. Yeah. That's his, that's his only way of survival. Yep. I think she tries to hide for a little while. You know, she, she made that round last a little longer than we thought she would. She was able to evade him, but then... Ultimately, he comes he, out. You know, he, he's, he set a little trap for her, made a little noise. She came out and boom, blasted her away. Really happy for him. He's just, he's really doing great. I know. Still hasn't lost that hat yet. Somebody I haven't even thought of in years. I know. <laughs> Love it. Still has that hat on. Yeah. I know. <laughs> All right. Now we have got Hannibal Lecter versus <sighs> Ash Williams. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. You know. <laughs> Ash is not one to be manipulated or tricked. He's pretty fucking over it at this point. You know, he's had to deal with those deadites for way too fucking long. But the deadites are not Hannibal Lecter. True. But Ash still, of course, has his chainsaw arm. Uh, but Hannibal still has his mouth. What that mouth do? Yeah, but are you going to bring a mouth to a chainsaw fight? Is, but is it just based on his weapon? I don't think that's fair. Can Hannibal outsmart him? Outsmart him somehow. But how would he, how would he manipulate Ash? I feel like he would set up some sort of trick scenario where he would like have blood on the floor and make them like chase him in a dark room and slip and then the chainsaw might attack him that's a very crazy scenario but that's what i thought of like hannibal like guiding him through this dark maze ash slipping on something wet and the chainsaw then fucking decapitating or like stabbing into him like we see in some right because i can see hannibal like if he is doing that kind of thing he's like whispering things about ash's dead girlfriend that turned into a dead eye like manipulating him to like get ash really like emotional and yeah you're right i think hannibal takes it and I think we were all really surprised by that. But Me too. Yeah. He uh he comes out and he just he's got this cocky look on his face, like, yeah, I knew I would win. Yeah. And Ash is just dead. Well, sad, but also dead. Yeah, I just think that he would find a way to play at his nerves, yep. even though Ash is so smart and so witty. Yep. He's also still just he's a guy. Yep. You're right. And, you know, like Hannibal's like there's no like 
empathy in that man. Right. So that's why I think it kind of makes it, you know, that's what it boils down to for me at the end of the day. Yep, you're right. All right, next round we have Art versus Pinhead. And here's the thing. Art's not solving that Lamette configuration. He's not. He's just not. Pinhead's going to send him to hell. And Art's going to like it. He's going to enjoy every minute of it. Yeah, I think you're right. But I think Pinhead's sending him straight to hell. Yeah. And I, don't I think, think you're right. I don't think Art's going to fight that hard because... He's like, this is going to be cool. He's like, this is fine. This is, this is heaven for me. Yeah, I think he's going to be happy about it. Okay, well, we can feel good about that one. Yes. Art, rest in hell. Yes, rest in hell um, where you belong. <laughs> exactly. And I mean that in a good way. <laughs> Give me those sunflower sunglasses before you oh go down God, there. Oh, my God, so stylish. <laughs> All right, next we have Jigsaw John Kramer versus Pamela Voorhees. I think it has to be Jigsaw. I think so, too. I yeah. think Pam's great. I think... The fact that she came this far is absolutely incredible. Uh, a woman of her, you know, age and stature, she mm-hmm. just, she is just so fucking loyal to Jason. And, you know, Jason's just been cheering her on in the stands all day. And I think that's really motivated her through. But Jigsaw just really got her. Um, you know, Hoffmanator is still behind him. And, you know, he just snapped Pam's neck. It's not Pam's fault. Just happens. Just happens. All right, Jigsaw. Broke a hip. She didn't have a life alert. What are you yep. going to do? What are you going to do? It's fine. Jason carried her out. They're going to go back to camp and be fine. They're going to stay there forever. Forever and ever. ever and, and ever. And your mom. <laughs> and-, <laughs> and Pamela Voorhees. <laughs> respectfully. All right. We are down to the semifinals. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. After this, we're going to pick a winner. This uh-huh. is amazing. All right. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. All right, one of our final matchups. We have Tallahassee from Zombieland, Zombieland versus Hannibal Lecter. Mm. And this is quite the showdown. It's the final countdown. And I think Tallahassee is um, humming this as he's running around the arena. 100%. (laughs) He's like humming his own theme music. (laughs) And you know what I think happens? This is going to be really bad. I think Hannibal's gotten too cocky. You do? Yeah. Okay, What do you think? I was going to say I think while Tallahassee, because, I mean, Zombieland is a fucking horror comedy. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, like, in my mind... I would love to see the ending where Tallahassee is in this coliseum. He's humming the final countdown. We're like, yes, motherfucker. And then Hannibal, we're all like, on his side. Yeah, and Hannibal finds, like, a piece of glass, like, broken glass in the arena and just slits his throat when Tallahassee jumps at him. Yeah. Like, while he's humming the final countdown. And then Hannibal, like, holds, like, caresses him while he bleeds out in his arms and then licks his neck and boom, into the movie. I totally see that. Isn't that wild? That's yeah. what I just came up with. I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It would be so comical, he but really also came out genius. Of nowhere. Yeah. Hannibal Lecter just had something sharp, and he just, while Tallahassee was, like, really cocky, and his, like, it would be so the, comical. I mean, yeah, the whole just, crowd. Like, 
The whole crowd was cheering him on. They all thought Tallahassee was going to win. And then they all kept cheering his name. And Tallahassee, I think it just went to his head. And the crowd doesn't even realize till like, they don't see what happens because it's so quick. And then all of a sudden, Tallahassee just falls. So Hannibal Lecter is caressing him. Yep. And then he's like, you know, licking his neck. And then he just fucking flings his head on the ground. Yeah. And then he just walks out. Yep. And then he like waits to get back on his gurney. I think he's like getting, a fucking psycho. And he's feeling great about it. Oh, he feels good. And he had a little blood. And the crowd goes wild. Hell yeah. Thank Hell, you. I'm glad that yes. I'm glad that you let me say my little Yes. Feel. Absolutely. I think that was wonderful. Cause yes, I do I think Tallahassee was probably getting uh, a little um little little too big headed. Went to his head a little bit. Yeah. You know, getting that far, he, he didn't expect to get that far and he just his head got too big and he lost his hat. And yeah, and he lost his hat. And Damn. Hannibal puts it on and walks out. <laughs> he walks away from the arena. I can totally see that. Yeah. One last fuck you. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think I see how the next one's gonna go because we've got Jigsaw versus Pinhead. Oh, Jigsaw is signing, figuring that a limit configuration immediately. You're right. He's a, he's, he's his a, name he's... is literally Jigsaw. Yeah. Yeah. He's solving that immediately. He's like this. He is, is the a master pu- of puzzles, and he's an engineer. He's literally yeah. a famed engineer. I think yeah. he's. I think he's sending Pinhead back to hell so instantly that it's like not even a short film. Yeah, that worked out crazy. And this is the coolest fucking matchup <gasps> of all time. I could not be happier about our absolute final matchup. Holy fucking shit! Two distinct. Distinguished, wonderful, absolute, ultimate, fucking, ultimate, iconic horror men. In Hannibal the left Le- corner, we have Hannibal Lecter. Bah, bah, bah. And in the right corner, weighing in at 27 pounds plus the weight of a tricycle, we have <laughs> Jigsaw. <laughs> All right, and I will say, since this is the final round, Hoffmanator, I'm sorry, you have got to sit out. You are welcome to cheer on from the stands, but Jigsaw has got to do it himself this time. Here's the fun thing. Both around the same age, just after middle-aged men, not, I mean, John Kramer's a little bit more frail, but they're both, you know, men of similar stature, Similar intelligence. Similar intelligence. They're both, uh, I mean, one's a famed engineer. One is a, uh, uh, has an MD. He's a doctor. Um, I see this wow. being a very long fight. I see this lasting hours. And it's, a, it's a true battle of the wits. It really is. It really is. <sighs> this is so <laughs> fucking hard. You know, I just... I really, I feel like I want to say, I want us both to say on the count of three, one, two, three, name. Okay. All right. Because I think that would determine, and if not, and we, we can, can have a further conversation. We can pitch our cases. Okay. okay. All right. One, two, three, Hannibal. Hannibal. Okay, yes. <laughs> and I think his advantage came from the fact that John Kramer is dying of cancer. Cancer. 100. Oh. Cancer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just cancer. Cancer. <laughs> he is dying of cancer. So I think Hannibal. 
I think he takes it, <laughs> so and I think sorry. he takes his face off and wears it along with Tallahassee's hat. So, and we have a fucking winner of have our first ever Ultimate Horror Showdown. Ultimate, ultimate killer, guys. Killer bracket of stuff. Guys and gals and people and things. And and some stuff. definitely not people. There's not all... Yeah, there's Black some... Phillip did pretty well, I'm gonna be honest. This yeah. was uh, this was just a great day for horror, you guys. We're just so happy uh, this was so that fun. all these people were able to show up and compete. And show out. And show out. And, and you know, everybody's gonna get sent... Be some... embarrassingly sent home. Everybody's gonna get sent home with a little bit of prize money, uh, but clearly, Hannibal Lecter, you are... The king of all horror. Um, I I could not be happier that he won. And I, I love it. I've, I Hannibal Lecter is my king. I have a dog named Hannibal. That is true. I'm so proud of him that he won. You know, um, we're just, we're really grateful that everybody came out today. I think between his, his wits, his charisma, mm-hmm. his absolute... Unhinged, unhinged willingness to do what the fuck ever he needs to, and also that face biting got to a lot of people. I think, Ooh, yeah. yeah, I think he's he just, just a face muncher. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta keep him away from the guards or something. I don't know. But, oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> fuck, <laughs> Casey. Okay, okay. Thanks, guys, for joining in. Oh my god! All right, stay okay. spooky. Yes, bye, bye. bye. You. <laughs> Did you get those eyes?